Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Grandpa, Grandpa, guess what? My teacher said that since different animals have similar legs, hair, and eyes, and stuff, it shows they evolved from one another. Is that a fact? Did you ask your teacher how she knows? Has she seen it happen? Oh, Grandpa, it's in the science book, so it's copy, right? Science books once said that if an airplane broke the sound barrier, it would be destroyed. But that was wrong. So, be careful about trusting everything you read in a science book. But the book I do trust is the Bible, the Word of God. It's never been proven wrong. When I asked if anyone has ever seen an animal evolve, I already knew the answer was no. But there is a better answer as to why critters have similar parts. It's called the common design. Do you know who the designer is? If I was in Sunday school, I would know the answer would be Jesus. Is that right, Grandpa? Yes, indeed. Let me read from the book of John, chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were created through Him, and apart from Him, not one thing was created that has been created. So Jesus made us with parts similar to other creatures? That's right. It's just like different inventions have wheels, like cars, trains, roller skates. And bicyclists? Exactly. But just because they all have wheels, it doesn't show that they all evolve from one another, does it? No, sir. It just shows that the wheels are a good invention. Good answer. The next time your teacher teaches you something that disagrees with what the Bible teaches, then you need to question it, in a polite way, of course. True science, science that is observable, testable, and repeatable, has never found any evidence that evolution has occurred. What makes more sense of what we see is that we have all been fearfully and wonderfully made by a loving God who wants us to know Him and trust in His Son, Jesus. And that's a fact. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane, President of the San Antonio Bible Based Science Association, along with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and our producer Ed Salzwedell, all directors at SABSA. We are here to reassure you, you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Folks, this is a topic that had a lot of discussion for decades. When the evolutionists look at homologous structures, and that's a big word that, that talks about that we have the same parts as, as some other animals, they see evolution. When the creationist looks at homologous structures that we have the same parts, they see common design. They see that just like you have wheels on sedans, you also have wheels on trucks because it is a, uh, a common part that serves the purpose well. It's not that they both co- co-evolved tires on those vehicles. Terry, what are your thoughts on this? Well, Scott, this is called confirmation bias, or in logic, affirming the consequence. Darwinists see similarities 
in anatomy among different creatures or even among people with animals. And so to them, that proves the general theory of evolution. But what is interesting is when they see variations in animals or a kind of an animal, that proves the general theory of evolution. <laughs> so, so no matter what they observe, it is proof of what they call evolution or, or the general theory of evolution. But to really make sense out of things, you have to read the Bible. Genesis chapter 1, again, repeatedly talks about plants and animals reproducing after their kind, which is exactly what we observe, which is what science is about. And we have never observed anything else. Scientists say, well, there hasn't been enough time. But that's why they radiate fruit flies. Fruit flies reproduce quickly so they can see a lot of generations, actually observe a lot of generations. And they have never been able to come up with anything other than a mutated fruit fly that would never survive outside of the lab. They may be screwed up, but they're still fruit little flies. Correct. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Carl, what are your thoughts here? Well, uh, the homologous structures in comparative anatomy, when I took that, uh, we won't talk about how long ago, <laughs> but uh, that was oftentimes touted as a type of evolution. In other words, this is why... Uh, cats uh, became whatever else they still don't know what they became or came from, but that was debatable. But they all had similar structures, so that means that, gosh, evolution got to be right. Just like it's in the science book, it's got to be right. Well, just because it's in the science book doesn't mean it's right, because as Terry pointed out, uh, if we have a common design, we'd also have someone using the best of each design in each of us including our, the animals that uh, inhabit the, the planet. So if wheels work on rotor skates, they also work on bicycles and motorcycles. And if arms and legs work on humans, they also work on other creatures as well. doesn't mean that we came from those other creatures or our arms and legs were descended from other creatures. It just means that it was a good design to begin with, very efficient for getting around this planet. So God knew this from the beginning, and there's absolutely no way that we could see how one animal could have given its legs or arms to some other type of animal over time. The DNA processing that would be necessary to do this is just impossible. Not just improbable, but impossible. So there's absolutely no way that a a tiny bacteria or a single, single cell, simple single cell, that supposedly started all life on Earth could have somehow produced arms, legs, eyes, teeth, bones, is simply ludicrous. There's no scientific way that it could have uh, generated that kind of information over time. And that means the homologous structures are simply that, that they are similar in design, but not from a uh, parent organization, not from an ancestral uh, viewpoint. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Today we're talking about the uh, topic of homologous structures, the fact that we see uh, similar parts like legs on humans and legs on animals, etc., and evolutionists, when they see this, say, ooh, that shows evolution. 
The creationist, when they see this, says, no, that just means there was a common design. And just like we put wheels on different vehicles, on different things. He didn't reinvent the wheel there. If this were really true, that we evolved the, those parts and, and they were changed from animals to us, one of the things that would be seen is that, for example, if the hand of a human was really just an evolved ape's hand, what we would see is in the genetic structure, we would be able to locate in the same chromosome structure coding for our hand that is somewhat different but somewhat the same as an ape's hand and it would be in the same loci, the same area of the genome. But instead what we find is that the instructions for our hand, that the genes that we can identify which connect with the building of our hands are in completely different locales. They're in completely different chromosomes showing a completely different body plan. And it's not that just the hands were tweaked in some way from an ape plan to us, but that we were a completely different plan. Now, they may be structured somewhat the same, because what would an engineer say, Terry? Well, hands, hands work well. Hands do what they do. Well, not just hands work well. That, what's the tenet in engineering? Form follows function. Form follows function. Why is a Prius automobile structured the way it is? In fact, why do you see most cars structured the way they are in terms of sedan? They're looking for airflow. They're looking, they're looking for, for least resistance, etc. That's what determines the form of things. God simply looked at the things that we needed to function well, and in some cases he had already invented them, so he didn't reinvent them. He just took them off the shelf and said, okay, we're going to use that plan here. Carl, any other thoughts? Well, I think that uh, just talking about the similarities between animals, especially in anatomy classes, we do so more out of convenience. There's a lot of times when structures in various animals are quite different, I mean, very, very different than a different uh, species or uh, family genus animal. But we call it the same sort of thing just because it's, it's close enough that we want to invent another term. So sometimes some of these homologous structures are simply convenience for the anatomist. So they don't have to make up new words all the time. Aside to all this is the idea of convergent evolution. The idea that the same things would have evolved multiple times. Flight, if you believe in evolution, had to not evolve once. It had to evolve three times, which makes the impossible occur three times. The same thing has happened with sight that it would have had to evolve three different times along different lines. This pushes credibility. In closing with it, Terry, shortly, you had a thought from Hovind about this whole topic. I like his illustration. He knows that a fork evolved from a spoon, and he found the missing link, which is a spork, however you pronounce it. <laughs> And again, that would, be an, that would be an example of evolution, of a visual for people, but it's not evolution. It's just something else that was invented by people, and it shows how we see that it was invented for purpose, and yet they see transition. Information for creation events around Bear County can always be found on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org, that is S-A-B-B-S-A.org, 
or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletters. You can also call 210-599-7240 to request having the newsletter emailed to you. Our website also has a link for contact information and on which you can order our newsletter. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. now at Grady's Restaurant at the corner of San Pedro and Jackson Keller. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of hundreds of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525.